0: done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Welcome to Meditation on Monday, M-O-M for mums. Today on the show, I'm going to talk about mindfulness So I'm going to switch that to mindfulness on Mondays, M-O-M for months, because I think mindfulness plays a huge part in our ability to be present and our ability to be present plays a huge part in us being able to be aware of how we are showing up in each moment. Is your mind full or are you showing up? mindful. There's a big difference. And what better a gift can you give your children than for them to understand the power of being mindful, to give them. So what does it do? It it will give them the ability to face their fears, problem solve, work out why they're concerned, what they can do It'll help them deal with stress and it will help them be more in tune and attuned with their emotions and how they are feeling. Our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our actions. So if we can be mindful of our thoughts, then we can, we can be mindful of the feelings that we will be aware of the feelings that the thoughts are creating and therefore how we're going to respond. This is a huge, huge life skill for children to be able to develop. And mindfulness training can give children coping mechanisms and and, and tools to do all of this and take care of themselves in, in a variety of situations, whether it be to manage anxiety for a test, deal with conflict, need to calm down, find courage, or to try something new, just to name a few. So what is the definition of mindfulness? And I like the one that the mindfulness in schools organization have, which is mindfulness involves learning to be able to direct our attention to our experience as it unfolds moment by moment with open minded curiosity and acceptance. Rather than worrying about what has happened or what might happen, it trains us to respond skillfully to whatever is happening right now, whether that be good or bad. And, you know, I'd say that looking back over the last 10 years, you know, the words mindfulness and the words meditation are definitely a, a more common word used in in our vocabulary today as, as compared to 10 years ago. But with our, our lives being increasingly busy and more de- demanding and the pressures to achieve, the tensions palpable and stress levels are soaring. And children are not escaping this. I mentioned this on in in I mentioned this in another episode that I've recorded that will be airing later this week, in episode two five eight. I talked about how the rates of anxiety and depression and sadly suicide are escalating at alarming rates in our children, and mindfulness is a skill that they can learn that will really help them cope with. Any anxiety, and you know, anxiety often leads to depression, and depression can lead to, to more and more serious um, conditions. So now, more than ever, with the proliferation and pervasiveness of technology, we need to be unplugged and unwired, and we need to do something to increase the connection we have with ourselves, to give ourselves the peace, still and quietness that we all so desperately need. We need connection, not connectivity. And here's some alarming stats. In 1967, the average age of the onset of depression was 54, age 54. In 2014, the average age for the onset of depression is between 13 and 15 years old. And one in five kids now suffer from some form of mental disorder. And according to Linda Lantieri, who's the author of Building Emotional Intelligence, she says something has to be wrong with the culture that one in five children are not emotionally healthy by the age of 17. So what can we do? How can we um, help ourselves and our children become more mindful? We can create a mindfulness practice. We can teach them mindful techniques to equip them with tools to develop resilience, cope with pressure and stress, and be able to self-regulate. We can encourage children to be mindful and talk to them about it. We can create a peace corner in our homes where we can go to seek calm and peace and a place for a time in rather than a time out. We can engage in mindful rituals together as a family. We can practice mindful techniques with our children and we can incorporate being mindful into as much of our daily lives as possible, You know, while eating or going for a walk, sitting on the sofa, staring out the window, just being mindful, giving us, ourselves that place. There's a beautiful poem that was written by a child in a contemplative teaching program. And this kid wrote, when she was asked to reflect on using the Peace Corner, they, she said, he, she, she said, I don't know if it was a boy or a girl, it's a place where I can think, it's where I can practice, it's where I can just sit still and breathe. Isn't that amazing? So we need to help them approach everyday things with curiosity and to be able to savor them and forgive their mistakes, big or small. Show gratitude for good moments and grace for bad ones. Practice compassion, nurture connections, make peace with imperfection inside and out. Embrace vulnerability by trusting others and themselves and accept and appreciate that things come and go. And Alicia Goldstein, a psychologist and the author of The Now Effect, said that these were some of the things she's noticed in people who have developed a mindful practice. And the notion of being present is gaining such momentum in in life today. You know, we can see... Um, athletes practicing it, if any of you watch the tennis and you you're aware of Maria Sharapova and her little routine between shots, she walks she she f- finishes the shot, good or bad, she walks and she faces the back of the court, and you can see she's just clearing the slate, she's erasing the previous shot from her mind, she's erasing the future from her mind, and she's bringing herself into the present moment because that's all she can do when she stands on the baseline and she's going to serve or she's going to receive a serve. She can't be thinking about, oh my goodness, I'm about to win Wimbledon or, oh my God, I just lost a point and I'm going to go a set down. If she thinks of the future or the past when she's on that baseline, her next shot is taken care of. She needs to be present. In order to be present, we have to be mindful. So Chatsworth Elementary School, some school somewhere, um did a mindfulness in schools program and they shared quotes from kindergarten to grade two children. And this is what they said. If we don't do mindfulness, we would just be too worked up the whole day. Mindfulness kind of calms everyone down. I use it to calm down and when I'm a little wild and when I'm feeling sad, I can use it. The peace corner is where I can go when I am worked up and it makes me calm. With the death of my grandma, And three very close friends. I needed to use the peace corner a lot. Mindfulness is very helpful. I love this one. The first time you do mindfulness, you're not going to be that good at it. You're going to do it. you're, You're not going to do it perfect. Your mind's going to wander probably. And whenever you're sad, you can use it. Even at your house when you're feeling a little cranky. It's nice to have mindfulness. Then you can always feel happy. I love that. But mindfulness is such a powerful tool and it's something that we can empower within ourselves and we can share just little things every now and again to help our children become more mindful. If you need any more information or, or would, would like to uh, become better trained in a mindfulness practice, do reach out to me. I am certified to to teach mindfulness so I would be very happy to chat with you and find a way in which we can work together and if not look at some there's some amazing books and literature out there um Mark Williams and Danny Penman have a great mindfulness book called an eight-week plan for finding peace in a frantic world John Kabat-Zinn is a world-known acclaimed um uh Expert in mindfulness and that book Building Emotional Intelligence by Linda Lantieri Dan Daniel Goleman. Daniel Goleman, also very well known in the mindfulness field. So I hope this has been interesting, useful, sparked your, your curiosity, and been thought provoking. And I'll leave you with this What can you do this week to make sure you are more mindful and there, you're not wandering around mind? full how can you empty your mind how can you clear the slate so that you can enter each moment as a new moment and not bring all your mental crap into the present moment and and make it toxic with worries about the past and worries about the future and contaminate the beauty of the present moment that is unfolding in front of you every moment we can make a choice every moment to just show up. Okay, the last moment's gone. This one's new. You know, if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, Ugh, feeling a bit kind of, I don't know, out of it. I'm procrastinating. I can just go, you know what? Mindset, let's shift. I'm going to be mindful now. And I look outside. I look to nature to inspire me. It always does. I look at trees. Right now I'm looking at my maple tree and I'm right in the moment with that maple tree. The leaves are new, they're they're just broken the bud, and the entire tree is filled with raindrops that are hanging and just holding on to the the buds and the twigs. And it it looks amazing. They're, They're glistening and shining in the light, and they look like mini Christmas ornaments on the maple tree, on the maple tree. Now, if I was not being mindful in that moment, I might look outside and not even notice the detail and notice the beauty and abundance that it already is. So that motivates and inspires me. That keeps me present. It's, it keeps me here and now and not going to the future because in this moment, wow, I've got the the world's my oyster. That's what mindfulness is. That's what it can do. And you you probably just heard it in my voice. I'm immediately more grateful to be alive, to be here, to be able to see, to be able to touch, to feel, to to taste. Our senses can ignite a, a, a life in us if we pay attention to them. So hopefully you've enjoyed this. And as ever, thanks so much for listening. I always appreciate your support. Until next time on Meditation or Mindfulness on Monday, M-O-M for Mums, I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar.